0: Welcome to the Thursday edition of Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today Rabbi Schneider is going to reveal how to rejoice in suffering. Have you ever struggled with an issue or watched someone you love struggle only to wonder why God wouldn't take away all the pain and all the sorrow? Well, today, Rabbi Schneider is going to turn to Psalm 34 to show us that God is near to the brokenhearted. And we're going to be learning how we can experience God's tenderness in a deep and a rich way, even in the hard times. We've got a lot of ground to cover today, so let's get started. Here is our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider.
1: Baruch Hashem, beloved, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. I went into great detail on that on the last episode, but I want to make some comments here to strengthen us from fearing hard times. Because David here is saying that when he found himself brokenhearted and when he found himself crushed in spirit, God was near to him. And you and I can and should expect the same, that when we belong to Hashem, when we belong to Father God, we are so immersed in his love that when we go through something in life that breaks our heart or crushes us in spirit, a broken relationship, the death of a loved one, the loss of a job, rejection, whatever it might be, when we're brokenhearted or feeling crushed in spirit, when we belong to Hashem, His love is going to minister to us in such a deep way that the broken-hearted experience will actually be bitter sweet. What I mean by that is we're actually going to experience the love and the tenderness of Hashem, the tenderness of God for us in a way that is deeper and richer than we experience Him when things are going well. The Apostle Paul learned this in his own life. He was going through a season in his own life. We read in the book of Corinthians, chapter 12, where he described that there was a tormentor of Satan that he was dealing with. We have no idea what this tormentor was. We know it was causing him great pain. And most of us know the story. He prayed three times to the Father to take it away. And after the third time, the Lord spoke to him and he said, No, Paul. I'm not going to take this experience away from you, this experience that's wounding you and hurting you. So he says, Paul, my power is going to be perfected in your life during this season, and my grace will be sufficient to get you through it. And here's what Paul learned as a result of that experience. Paul said, therefore, in other words, because I learned when I asked Father to take this hard experience away from me, because I learned that he had a purpose in this hard experience, that he was going to perfect his power in me through this hard experience, that he was going to make me strong because I'm walking through this hard experience relying on him. He said, because of that, Paul said, I'm going to glory in hard experiences. He said, therefore, Paul said, I'm going to glory in persecutions, in insults, in testings and in trials. Because I know that in my weakness, His grace will be perfected in me, His power will be perfected in me and I will be made strong by walking hand in hand with Hashem through the difficulty. Now, why am I stressing this to you right now, beloved one? It's because many of us, were so afraid of going through hard times. But the truth is, we have to go through hard times. Everybody goes through hard times. I don't care who they are. Everybody experiences hard times. Why? Because we're in this world. It's the nature of the reality that we're living in. And we should not be afraid of hard times because it's during those hard times that Father God, in a very rich way, administers his grace, his compassion, and his love to us. And so David says here, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted. He comforts them in a very supernatural way. And the grace that we receive from him during hard times, it's so rich that it almost makes us desire the hard times. That's what Paul said. Therefore, Paul said, I'm going to glory in the insults, the rejections, the trials, the testings, and the persecutions. I know in my own life, the times sometimes that I have felt closest to God is when I've been going through a time of being rejected, when my heart was broken. I remember there was an article that was written about me one time. There was just this criticism that came at me. But I remember just experiencing some of that rejection from many different sides. But I felt so loved by God. I remember driving to my studio, This day, when I had experienced this rejection because of the article, I felt so embraced by the love of the Father. I felt such fellowship with King Jesus that had also been rejected, misunderstood, and persecuted. It was like I wouldn't trade that fellowship for anything because it was so rich and so deep, so real and so beautiful. This is why Paul said, in the book of Philippians, that he had been a Hebrew of Hebrews. He said he was circumcised the eighth day. This is like he's just talking about all his credentials as a Jew, circumcised the eighth day, born from the tribe of Benjamin. He was educated under the leading Jewish sage of his day, Gamaliel, Paul said, I was a Hebrew of Hebrews, a Pharisee, respected by the entire religious Jewish community. And in those days, to be respected in the religious realm was to have the highest place in society because it was a religious society. So Paul had everything in society. But Paul said, but I gave all that up. I gave all those credentials up. And then Paul said this, he gave all that up All that standing he had in the Hebrew community, he said he gave it all up and considered it as nothing in comparison to knowing Messiah Jesus and experiencing the power of his resurrection. And Paul said, this is what I want you to get, and the fellowship of his sufferings. Paul said, I gave it all up, everything I had in the traditional Jewish world. I gave it all up, and it isn't worthy to be compared with knowing Messiah, experiencing the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship. What's fellowship? Fellowship is intimacy. It's closeness. And experiencing, Paul said, the fellowship of his sufferings. All that desire to live godly in Christ Jesus shall be persecuted. And so once again, returning, beloved one, to our text, David said the Lord is near to the brokenhearted. Don't be afraid of going through hard times. Don't be afraid of being rejected for your faith, because when you are You're gonna experience the closeness of God in a way that you cannot experience any other way. Let's go to the next verse, verse number 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. We're gonna go through difficult times. It's the way it is. We shouldn't be afraid. It's gonna happen. We shouldn't be caught off guard when we go through hard times. We need to be prepared to go through hard times because when we realize it's reality, that we can't escape from. It's gonna be easier to go through hard times when we have to go through them. But the Lord delivers us out of them all. We're more than conquerors. The hard
0: times will not define us. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. But first, we have an announcement about a new book from Rabbi. The Old
1: Testament is more than a collection of traditions. Rather, it paints a rich and colorful picture of Jesus, proving that He is indeed the Messiah, drawing from Hebrew tradition, where prophecy is multidimensional. In Messianic Prophecy Revealed, Rabbi Kurt Schneider unpacks scripture that not only declares the future, but he reveals how the whole of scripture points to Christ. Call 800-777-7835 or visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com and be absolutely confident that Jesus is the Messiah. Messianic Prophecy Revealed.
0: We're so excited about this book release. It really does build absolute confidence that the Old Testament points to Jesus as the Messiah. So get your copy today and now, here is Rabbi with the rest of today's message.
1: You've been raised and are now seated in the heavens with Messiah Jesus, Ephesians chapter two. If you've been raised and are now seated with Messiah in heavenly places, that means that your calling, your destiny, and who you are is bigger than any difficulty that you'll ever go through. You're gonna outlive it. You're gonna outgrow it. You're gonna get over it and get on top of it. So Baruch Hashem, praise the name of the Lord today. You are a victor and a conqueror forever in Christ Jesus. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers you You, beloved one, every single one of you that are his, out of them all, you will have the last laugh and the last word. Let's go to the next line. He keeps all his bones. None of them is broken. Jesus said, don't fear the world. Don't fear man that can destroy your body, but fear the one that can destroy both soul and body in hell. At the end of the day, we'll be completely preserved. The spirit of God within you is forever young and you will be forever young because of him in the deepest part of your nature. Not so with the wicked. Verse 21, evil shall slay the wicked and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. They may have a laugh for a while, but they will not endure. And finally, verse number 22, the Lord redeems the soul of his servants and none of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. You see, when we come to the very end of the word of God, we read about the judgments. The books are opened. And there's two sets of books. And the one book contains the names of those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. And we stand before Jesus, names written in the Lamb's book of life. Our sins are forgiven. Why? Because he paid the price. Yeshua HaMashiach, that knew no sin, took our sin, You and I, he took our sin in his own body on the tree. And then he was put to death in our place. And because we've received God's free gift of life, because we've received Messiah Jesus, we've now been made the righteousness of God in him. And when we expire and one day stand before the Lamb's book of life, beloved, we will stand before him. We will not be condemned. Why? Not because we've never sinned, now we've all sinned, but because Jesus paid the price for us, we are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's give glory to God. Thank you, King Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord all the days of our life through our last breath. But there's another book, and the other book is open in what's called The White Throne Judgment, where everyone who has ever lived, who is not recorded, In the Lamb's book of life, will stand before what's called the white throne of God, and they will pay the price for their sin, because the soul that sins, it shall die. There will be a final reckoning. The creator of all things will bring every man and woman to give an account. We will stand before our maker, and there will be, beloved, a judgment some to everlasting life according to the book of Daniel and others to everlasting contempt or death. But notice what David encourages the saints with here in his final verse in this psalm. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants and none, that means you and I, none of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Father, we just wanna thank you right now where we stand to be able to look into the future, thanking you for Messiah Jesus. Thank you, King Jesus, for coming. Thank you, Father God, for sending your son. Thank you, Father, that you made the word flesh to die in our place and that because of your great love for us, because Messiah Jesus, of what you've done, we will not be condemned. Baruch Hashem, blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, as I close today, beloved, with just a few minutes left, I just want to highlight a spectacular verse. I will bless the name of the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I just think this is such a life declaration. I mean, this is a choice to wake up in the morning and to be accountable to the Lord and to ourselves, to live a life of praise I will bless the Lord at all times. We have to make a decision to bless him. Sure, the devil wants to come and get us to start cursing. He wants us to start complaining. He wants us to get into the negative. But we can make a choice to say, Father, I thank you. Thank you that you created me. Thank you that I've got a choice to praise you right now. Thank you, Lord, for all the beautiful things that you've allowed me to experience. Even such simple things as making food for me to eat that tastes good to my senses, for the beauty I see in creation, for being able to hear your word or to hear the beauty of music. And of course, there are so many different ways that God touches so many of us and some of us, you know, are not able to see anymore. Some of us may not be able to hear anymore, but there are ways that God's goodness and his grace and his beauty touches every single one of us. And we have to make a decision to live a life of praise to him. Because in reality, his entire creation is praising him. Jesus said, if you don't praise me, the rocks are gonna cry out in your place. Let me ask you a question. Do you wanna praise him because he created you and gave you a life and he made you in his own image and you have a great future ahead of you in Messiah Jesus if you'll put him first? Do you wanna choose to praise him and give him back the life that he's given you, thanking him for his beauty and his love? Or do you wanna let a stone cry out in your place. Jesus said, if you don't praise him, a rock's going to cry out in your place. How would you like to stand before God at the end of time with your mouth mute and having a rock next to you, praising God in your place, praising God on behalf of you, hear a rock crying out in your place because you wouldn't give him praise. That's what Jesus said is going to happen. So David said, I'm going to make a decision in my life. I know which way I'm going. As for me and my house, David said, I'm going to serve the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times, good times and bad times. Job said, the Lord giveth, the Lord take away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times, and His praise shall continually be in my mouth. You wanna change the spiritual atmosphere? Beloved, live a life like that. Let everybody hear God's praise, God's hallelujah coming from your mouth. Always be talking about what God's done for you. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Beloved, the world needs you to do that. The world is dying. They're desperate for answers. They're desperate for hope and you've got the answer because Jesus is the answer. So let's live like David lived. Let's wake up every day saying, Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for my life. Thank you for the opportunity that you've given me today to grow in grace. And Father, I will bless you with my mouth and love you with my lips all the days of my life.
0: You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And if you would like to learn more about us, then head over to our website and explore. We're online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And you know, God did not remove the Apostle Paul's affliction, but that doesn't mean that he didn't care. Listen to what he told Paul. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Did you catch that? God's power is made perfect made perfect in our weaknesses. And that reminds me of that old childhood song that goes, for I am weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. And you know what, friend? No matter what you're going through today, God loves you too. And when we internalize the love of Yeshua, the Jewish Jesus in our hearts and minds, and then share that love, we can reach so many people with the good news. And so if God is stirring something in your heart or mind right now, we would love for you to financially support us this year. And now here is Rabbi to tell us more. Beloved, I believe
1: the Lord has given me the gift of
0: breakthrough.
1: What do I mean by breakthrough? I mean that we're going into areas where the gospel needs to be heard where Yeshua needs to be revealed. And these ways that we're going into areas are ways oftentimes that have never been tried or done before. For example, not long ago, we had a huge billboard in the middle of New York City in Times Square, right over Good Morning America, pointing people to Jesus, directing them to a website that led them down a pathway to be able to receive him as their Messiah. We go to places deep into Africa and preach the gospel to people that have never, heard it before. We're doing creative, cutting-edge things to reach people that are not open to the truth because they have a mindset that it's not for them, but we're going in and proclaiming Yeshua in a way that they can receive it and believe it. So, beloved, there's a gift of breakthrough. I speak this because I feel the Lord literally said it to me. There's a gift of breakthrough in my life. But in order to continue to go forward and to break in and to break through, we need your financial help because everything costs money. So I humbly want to ask you today for your financial support. I want to thank you today, beloved, for being open and just be obedient to what you feel the Holy Spirit's leading you to do. Jesus is always blessed by your obedience, and there's always a reward that comes with it.
0: To give a gift of any amount right now, call us. The number to dial is 800-777-7835, or give online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And we'll say thank you for your generous gifts by sending you a select audio CD of Rabbi Schneider's message of the month, and it's also available as a digital download. And we'll send you the latest edition of our newsletter. You know, the mere act of living on this planet, it means that we're not going to have it easy. But just because things aren't going to be perfect, it doesn't mean that God isn't here and near for us. So if you're in the middle of a difficult season, let me encourage you to take a minute to slow down, and focus on God's love. He loves us so much that he sent his precious son so that we could live with him for all eternity. It was an act of love and the greatest gift we could ever receive. So instead of focusing on the problems we have right now, let's focus on the problem solver, knowing that suffering is only for a season. The Bible says that weeping may last for the night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning and the Word of God my friend endures forever. Let's close today's message with a special blessing. Here is Rabbi Schneider once again.
1: Blessings trump curses and in the book of Numbers chapter 6 we find the ironic blessing that God commanded Moses's brother Aaron the high priest to speak over the children of Israel. There's power in blessing beloved ones so take part in receiving Father's blessing upon your life today. Ja wa Yahweh gejawe Recha is Yahweh re kha Ja ir Jawe and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you, and shalom.
0: Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord, and then As God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through Discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you and your testimony will encourage others. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider shares Hannah's song and the truth about hard times. That's coming up Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.